Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This December, we again wanted to practice what we preach and have some white space in our lead-ups to Christmas this year. We've decided to showcase some of the podcasts where we have been the guests and been interviewed on other people's podcasts. This December, we again wanted to practice what we preach and have some white space in our lead up to Christmas. We decided to showcase some of the podcasts where we've been guests over the last few years. Back in 2017, we recorded five episodes all around Christmas themes, Christmas schedules, decorations, gifts and wrapping, Christmas functions and Christmas holidays. And we repeated those again last year. So if you're wanting some tips and tricks for the Christmas season, go back and have a listen to episodes 22 through to 26, and we will link to those in the show notes. This week, we are sharing Grace and Growth podcast, in which I have a conversation with Amberly Gray. I share all about the art of decluttering and give some great tips on reducing procrastination. So after you have listened to this episode, then our episode 107 on repetitive clutter is awesome because it touches on some of these ideas as well. If you want to give us a Christmas present this year, then we would love you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our Facebook page. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Merry Christmas! Okay, welcome to my new friend, Kirsty. I'm so excited that you're here, and all of my listeners have been requesting interview episodes for a while, and so I'm really excited that you're my first one. And Yay! Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Thank I'm you so, so much, Anthony. Yeah, so what I want to do is just, like, get started with you telling us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, I'm Kirsty, and as you can hear... I'm Australian. I live in Sydney, um, which is not our capital city, much to the disappointment of lots of Americans. (laughs) Um, I am originally from Melbourne. I am a professional organiser and declutter coach. And I live in Sydney, as I said, with my husband and my two children. Um, We, yeah, and I am not naturally organized so <laughs> Amberly. <laughs> yes I am to... not naturally organized either so yeah. um so that is really a lot of what drew me to you when I first so we connected online and that's what drew me to you at first because one I need to be organized and I know this like intellectually 
but I just can't motivate myself to do it. And then when I started to get to know you a little bit more, and I listened to some of y'all's podcasts too, and your heart for just grace and showing up for yourself, I was like, yes, I need to know her. <laughs> well, yeah, that is um, totally my story. <laughs> so let me do a little tiny snapshot of how I have completely changed my ways and um, gone from a messaholic <laughs> is what I used to, what I love to call myself a reformed messaholic so I went from somebody who was overwhelmed in my own mess um, and not just clutter but mess in my head and just like you know that red hot mess that's what I was um, and I met my husband um, and we started dating and he is the complete and utter opposite of me like he would come in and start having heart palpitations when he'd come into my bedroom <laughs> he'd be like what's going on here and he'd start cleaning up my bedroom <laughs> Yeah, and as annoying as that was, <laughs> for and um, it ended up being a really good thing. And when we got married and moved in together, we um, the rub really started to happen. So it would annoy me being a seven on the enneagram and being independent. And I like you can't tell me what to do. Um, but the rub of marriage, and for those of you who are married, will know what I'm talking about. Um, the fun and gate that comes with marriage um, made me reassess the way that I do life. And I looked at the way he was doing life, and I looked at how we were clashing on my untidiness and decided that... Um, Maybe I could change some of my ways. And I looked at the grace and the ease that he had because he knew where everything was in his house. <laughs> and he knew where he'd put things down and he knew where to find things really easily. So that motivated me to go, okay, what can I do? What can I do to love him more and to not agitate him and antagonize him yeah. in our house? But also what can I do so that my life works easier and there's more grace and ease in my life as well. So I, I love that phrase, grace and ease. <laughs> like I just like, makes you just like want to sink in. Like, yes, I yeah. need that in my life. Yeah. So I started looking at the way he did things and realized that, um, you know, that it was just about my mostly you know, I knew how to be tidy. You know how to be tidy, Emily, and your mm -hmm. listeners know how to do it. But um, what we teach um, on the Art of Decluttering podcast and what we teach on our online courses and um, what we teach with our one-on-one -on -one clients um, is that there needs to be a whole a, a suite of things that come together for you to be able to maintain that and to actually live into the freedom that comes with that grace and ease. So you can become tidy. So you can go from feeling overwhelmed in your house. You can be motivated to change. Um, you can start being tidy. But if you don't change your habits and the way that you, and your mindset around your stuff, mm -hmm. then you just fall back into overwhelm again. Because what we see time and time again with our clients who try to declutter, you know, they might've watched Marie Kondo's special on Netflix. Yes. Or they might 
I went through all of my clothes in my closet and they literally sat in bags in my master bedroom for probably four months. They said they're yeah. so long. Yeah, because you didn't have the um, the habits and the mindset of actually getting them out of your house mm-hmm. or processing um, it. So um, what we... Um, what we say is that in order to have freedom from clutter, that you need these key ingredients um, to, you need to master these key ingredients. So there's um, education, which is what we do in our podcast. So we educate people on how to declutter. Uh, you need the motivation, which um, you know, yes. <laughs> and it might be, it might be um, wanting that even grace. Um, it might be wanting the freedom. It might be wanting to change your habits. So you need the motivation. Otherwise, you're just going to consume, consume and listen to everything and never do anything. You do need time. Um, and it, and one of the things, one of our podcasts that I love is the micro declutter. So it's like literally two minutes, like while the kettle's boiling or the coffee's brewing, just go into the um into a cutlery drawer and get rid of like three things that you never use. Like, mm, you know, I so- love that because I can see myself and what my listeners would say would be like, life is so busy. I don't have time. So what did you call that? Micro. Micro declutter. Micro declutter. Um, yeah. I'll give you the link so that you can share it. Um, okay. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a fun, fun pub- podcast because it's just about, yeah, like, um, what can you do while you're bathing your kids, um, you know, and they're happy splashing? Can you go into your bathroom cupboard and just quickly get rid of a few things that you know you're never going to use? Just a really quick, um, it's almost, we've even created like a, um, a bingo sheet <laughs> <laughs> so you can, um, you know, cross off. Um, oh, what, yeah. It's really, it's really fun. It it's makes fun. it fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, we also, you need the action. So you do need to, you know, yeah. actually do that work, like go into your wardrobe after you watch Marie Kondo and actually go and do the work. Um, we also teach, as I've been saying, we also teach that you need the habits and the mindset to actually keep you in that declutter space and to keep you in that grace and ease and the freedom. So, um, yeah, but that so that's what that's what changed for me is that when I actually started putting into practice and changing my habits and changing my mindset, and then when I looked around, I was like, actually, if I am somebody who has gone from being overwhelmed to now living in freedom, surely other people can do that. Like, yeah. so I, you know, I, 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 so that's how I started my business. And then that's how I've joined a partnership with my you know, my best friend, Amy. And um, we now run our business together and do the podcast together and serve people online together. Too. So anyway, that was really long. <laughs> no, I love learning that so much because I am a seven on the Enneagram too. So I really, and I, my listeners know I've joked so much about the dirty dishes that are constantly in my sink. And I would be embarrassed if you looked at my kitchen cabinets. They're like things everywhere. And my husband's similar in that he likes things to be organized and for things to have a place. And he opens our Tupperware cabinet and he's like, just shuts it because he cannot handle, handle it. So, um, 
in that piece where you're talking about the things that we need, the part that really stuck out to me is when you're talking about motivation. So mm-hmm. I mainly because I think that's what I struggle with the most and in the Growth and Grace podcast, we're all about pep talks. So yeah. I'm just wondering like what you would say to someone who was really struggling with just getting started. An excellent, excellent question. What I love to talk to people about is actually starting with creating a vision for your life. And I know this is like totally your bag as well, Emily, is creating that vision. And so with the art of decluttering, our um, mission is to transform the world um, by equipping people to um, clear the clutter in their head, heart and home. So we're not just about clearing Mm -hmm. the clutter in their home. Um, We we know that we're... um, whole people and holistic yes I love that head heart and home I love that yes so So, and that's where like the vision comes actually into the head and the heart as well um so you're creating a vision not just for your home so it's not just okay how do I want the Tupperware cupboard to look it's actually going bigger than that and going how do I want to feel in my home and how do I want other people to feel in my home and how do I, you know, how do I want my husband, you know, and, and sitting together as a couple and as a family and going, what are our, our, our values? And then what, how do those values play out into our home and creating a vision for our home? Because I think that that helps with motivation. Then when you're feeling unmotivated mm-hmm. and you're not, um, when you're frustrated and you're sitting in that overwhelmed space, you can actually go, well, but my home is, my, my vision is to have a hospitable home where Kirk can drop over at a drop of a hat and I don't have to be completely mortified that she's knocked on the door, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, or I, you know, I always have to organise to meet Kirsty out at a cafe because there's no way that I want her in my home. And that is, and coming back to that grace, that is not to say that your house should should be perfect your vision needs to align with how you and your you, people that you live in the home with um, and how and the comfort, what's comfortable for you. So, and also to have, like you speak about all the time, like having grace for yourself and having grace for other people. So I, I don't ever want people to not let people into their home because of the state of their home. I want people to realize that people are coming over to see you, not to judge you in your home. And if they are judging you in your home, yeah, don't invite them in. They're not your peeps. <laughs> I saw a sign one time on a door that said, if you've come to see me, welcome. If you've come to see my house, come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that we think that people judge us way more than they actually do and if they're judging us that's a reflection on them and their um their character and their mindset and their issues yeah and a lot of it is really the judgment and pressure we're putting on ourselves like we're just making it up we assume we're assuming what other people think about us when it's probably not true yeah exactly exactly Emily like people feel and that's why 
when you are embarrassed to have people, you know, like you're like, oh, Kathy, you can't come to my house. <laughs> One, it would take me 24 hours to come over to your house. Even if I left That's right. true. I would have time <laughs> to do my dishes. It would. It would be tomorrow by the time I came over. <laughs> but also um, that you, where was I going with this? I was like, I want people to have grace for themselves as well. Like to mm. go, if I'm feeling judged, well, what does that say about me? I, am I, have I got um, an expectation that I've got five children under five and that my house would be perfect? Well, maybe I need to readjust that expectation of myself um, right. and have grace for yourself on the days that go pear-shaped. We all have days and weeks and months and seasons that life goes pear-shaped. So having grace for ourselves in those seasons, but also I've, um, one thing that we talk a lot about is just doing it, like mm. and that's making a mountain out of a molehill. So you're going, oh, you know, I don't want to do those dishes because it's going to take me like an hour to do those dishes. Honey, it's not going to take you an hour. It's going to take you 10 <laughs> I have a friend. dishwasher. That's what you makes it so bad. <laughs> It's going to take you five minutes to stack the dishwasher and uh-huh. five minutes to unstack the dishwasher. So I, one thing that has absolutely revolutionized the way that I do life is just do it now and don't put it down, put it away. Like that mm. whole procrastination, if, when I, and I'm still a work in progress, there is still... I still have to have grace for myself and grace for my family members, <laughs> um, especially um, the one who comes and tidies up the Tupperware cupboard because he can't stand to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm still a work in progress, but what I am really actively working on is that anti-procrastination. And I think mm. that just, just do it now and don't put it down, put it away, really helps with that procrastination. Because when I remember that it only takes me five minutes at the max to stack my dishwasher, then I it's done in five minutes and I can actually sit in that grace and ease and I can lean into it and go, oh, that's done. Instead of holding on to, I've got to get to those dishes one day or I'm, um, deliberately telling myself to ignore those dishes like do you know how hard that is to uh-huh. procrastinate over that like you know the mental load that you're taking on when you and the dread it just the <laughs> dread and the determination to not do that because you're a seven you're like no people expect me to do dishes I'm not going to do it <laughs> <laughs> if you live in the hills or the north shore or Sydney Central. What are some of the other areas in Sydney, Kirst? The Shire, the Inner West, Northern Beaches. So I only found out recently from Kirst that you Sydney siders have like zones and areas that you like identify yourselves by. So if you live in any one of those and you need some professional organising services to help in your home, you need to get Kirsty in because she's freaking amazing. So if you want to have Kirsten to help you declutter, email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au and we're going to put you in touch. I would so love that. I would love, love, love to meet more and more listeners and to be able to help you hands on and get the most out of your house and make you 
able to live in freedom and grace and joy in your home. So call me, contact us, however, find me. I'll find you. I can't find you. <laughs> so send us that email or DM us on Insta or private message us on Facebook. But Kirst is like there. She's ready, Sydney Siders. She's ready to come and transform. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Your home with you. All right, let's get back to the show. So um, we we have a podcast that we talk about all about the mental load that um, women in particular carry. That mm-hmm. we've got this whole long to do list in our head, and um, we say in that podcast that procrastination, stopping that procrastination actually helps in that mental load because if you just yeah. do it now and you put it down instead of putting if you put it away instead of putting it down. You know, think about all the things that you bring into your home and you just dump. If you just put the jacket away, if you put the handbag away, if you did the dishes when they were, when they that were went made. through the mail. That is exactly. Thing. If you open the mail and put the envelope in the recycling before you even walk in the door, half the job's done. If you chuck out all the junk mail before you even walk in the door, the majority of the job's done. Mm-hmm. If you mail, and you deal with that bill and you schedule it to pay as soon as you see it, you don't have that mental tab open in your mind going, I've got to pay that bill, I've got to pay that bill. You know, if you if people are struggling with money and they get onto the phone straight away and ring the bill people, <laughs> the, the gas company or the electricity company and go, hey, um, I need an extension on this payment, like, they're so much more likely to give you grace than if you ring them when it's two months overdue and they're threatening to cut it off. And you go, yeah. oh, I can't pay it now. Like, mm-hmm. can I have an extension? If you ring when they call, when you get the bill, they're going to give you an extension. They're probably not when it's two months overdue. Right. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, I love that so much. And I really... So the grace for yourself, yes, we are all about some grace over here. But what I also heard you saying that's really helpful was asking the right questions. Like it's not just about my Tupperware or cabinet or my sink, but it's about this is the freedom I want and this is the kind of life I want. This is the kind of home I want and how I want to feel in my home and asking those bigger, tough questions that you have. I mean, honestly, it's work. It takes a little bit of work and a little bit of self-awareness that yeah. 
is helpful to like reframe. Yes. And we love casting that vision at the start um, with people because when things get hard, you know, when you need to have grace for yourself and when you, when you don't want to, like when you want to sit on the couch and put Netflix on instead of spending those five minutes doing the dishes, you can come back to that vision and go, actually, I'm working towards that vision. I may not, you know, and it, it may be a moving target in some ways because you um, create that vision and then as you're working towards that, you realise that you got a bigger vision or a different vision. Um, and that doesn't mean that it's always moving. It just means um, it's more around that Maslow's hierarchy of needs that when you start um, at achieving things you can actually lift your head up and see what other type of impact that you can make mm. um so I um but it is coming back to that vision like when you're unmotivated and when you're feeling frustrated that you're doing all this work and you still don't feel like you're getting anywhere you can go but I am working towards this vision of having whatever type of home that looks like and whatever type of life, because it is also about your life. Like what's the life that I'm creating for myself? You know, I want to have an impact on, on this world, but I'm so busy um, in the overwhelm and feeling frustrated with my home that I'm actually never getting to have that impact that I, ha- I want to have on the world. I'm never mm-hmm. getting whatever that is for you and your unique life. Um, if you're sitting in clutter and overwhelm and that and you're thinking oh I'll, I'll have that impact when my house is sorted well then sort your house out like just do it and, yeah just do it and uh-huh. and that's what I, I really want to encourage people that just to start small like and momentum builds like and we know that in all of life like you know that momentum does build when you start getting fit and start eating well and you start seeing progress that encourages more progress and you know when you're creating a business and you're getting small wins then that encourages you to um, dream bigger and to have more wins so um, decluttering is no different the momentum totally builds the more you do it the easier it becomes and the more your decluttering muscle builds, the stronger you are at decluttering and, and, and just doing it. Yes, I love this so much. Um, and I also love that it's not just about your house, but it's about no. your heart. And you said it was head, heart, and home? Yes. Yeah, yeah I, love, I love that so much. So what would you, you've given us a lot to reflect on. But what would be some like things that we can do in the next, like say 24 hours to like, just do it now? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely just do it now. So anything that you walk past, pick it up and put it where it belongs. And if you don't know where it belongs, then think um, then take a step back and start creating homes for things. And you don't need to say you don't need to step back and create a home for all the things right away. You just mm. need to have whatever's in your hand. Go where would I think to look for this? If it doesn't already have a home, 
where would I think to look for this and then create a home for just that one item. Oh, I love that because I do that. When I started to clean, we just moved in. I say we just moved into our house. We've been here almost like over two years now, but everything, (laughs) (laughs) right. Like just yesterday, um, everything doesn't have a home yet. And when I start to clean or try to declutter, I get really overwhelmed because I'm like, I have all of this stuff that needs a place, but just to focus on the thing that I'm holding right now would just yeah, focus me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I, um, we say to our, our clients all the time, like just start with whatever your eyes land on first or whatever your feet kick first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, because often we walk into homes and, uh, you know, the vast majority of our clients get us into their homes because they just don't know where to start. And so that's why we say just start with whatever your eyes land on first, whatever your feet kick first, and just start with that small one thing, just one thing. So, you know, if you step over a sock, where does it belong? It either goes in the laundry basket or in the wash, or it belongs in the drawer that it belongs in. Mm -hmm. So just pick up that at one sock and then keep walking and see whatever else your eyes land on or your feet touch. And and don't think that it needs to be the, you know, for instance, Amberly, I can see a bookcase in in the background Uh of your study. So don't look at the whole bookcase, look at one shelf. Or look at one pile of books. And, you know, if you're looking at your hall stand, just look at one area of the hall stand rather than the whole hall stand. Or just look at the one drawer of your hall stand. Or just, so just chunk it down and make it, make it really winnable. Like you want to get those easy, quick wins so that you can not, you can start building that momentum and start celebrating. And start having grace for yourself that actually I don't I, I don't need to do the whole whole stand. I just need to take one thing off it and move it to where it belongs. Yeah. Yes. So. I love that. <laughs> what would you say? Okay, so that's like home. What about either heart or head? What is one thing that I could do to declutter either my heart or my head? Yeah. I'm like most yeah. intrigued by these. Okay. <laughs> Um, your heart, one thing um, that we talk about with decluttering your heart is actually you're working, and I know it sounds a bit weird, but working on your mindset around sentimental items and around mm. things that are um, uh, triggering you to keep all the things. And so please don't hear me. Here at the Art of Decluttering, we are not about having a complete minimalist life where you have one fork and one plate and no sentimental items. That's not that's not what we believe and that's not what we teach. We want you we want people to live their own unique life and their own unique expression of the life that they've been given. So um but we do want people to declutter their head, heart and home. So if um, decluttering your heart looks like what does having, um, why, um, digging into that stuff, like why am I holding on to things? And 
Is it because I feel guilt and shame around mm. that? And, you know, I'm sure we're on the same page with this, Amber Lee, that mm-hmm. guilt and shame have no place. Like, no, no, they're, they're, they're not good for anything. Yes. And they do not belong in our life. Um, we need to, you know, have grace, grace being replaced by guilt and shame. So um, we want freedom from for people. So um, what does that look like in relation to um, having guilt and shame? It looks like going, why do I have this? Why do I feel guilty? And, and why, wh- okay, why do I feel shame about the amount of money that I've spent on clothes? Oh, my I'm gosh. Getting? I have a story about this. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Course. So when I was in college... Um, my maternal grandmother passed away and I lived with her. I was pretty close with her. Um, she had a piano. I'd never actually heard her play the piano, but she had a piano. And when I was in college, I had to take an art class. And so I took a piano class. Um, one semester I learned like four chords. I was not, yeah, I was like, (laughs) <laughs> not on my way to doing concerts. Mary had a little lamb. Awesome. <laughs> right. Like I had to take the class. Okay. So I took the class like my senior year. Then for my, my college graduation, my mom bought me an electric piano as like, it was like sentimental for her because like her mom passed away, my grandma. Yeah. And I took this class and I could take up after her. Let me tell you, I've moved five times in the last five years probably and I toted this electric piano with us everywhere we went and it has never been played and I felt so much guilt about it I actually called my mom and asked her if it was okay for me to sell it but she's like yeah I don't care at all like I was internalizing all of that when and this wasn't a little thing you know this was a huge piano that took up yes. a lot of room and was really heavy. So it's like yes. so true the how attached and the shame and the guilt we attach to yeah. items that you don't even realize. Yeah. And that was that's beautiful that your mom said, no, go for it. However, a lot of mums and dads and grandparents and friends say, no, of course you need to keep that. Mm. And that's where it becomes really tricky. Like you were freed from that guilt and shame by your mom giving you that freedom. What a beautiful gift she gave you. Um, A lot of people don't have that same um, expression of freedom. So um, what we say to people in that instance is um, coming back to the vision that you have for your life, Mm-hmm. And um, we're not, we don't say it's easy. It's, those conversations can be tricky and that those expectations that other people place on us can be really tricky um, when, it comes to, when it comes to things. And so we really do need to separate out our attachment to people to our attachment from things. Mm. Um, and what I often say, what we often say at the Art of Decluttering is to, we can remember our grandma by telling stories of her like you just have on this podcast yeah. and telling 
uh, and sharing stories with loved ones, like with cousins and, you know, with children and grandchildren of items without actually having the item present. Or if you do have the item present, like if you did take up that piano and you played it loads and then you passed it down to your child, you could say, um, this is... Um, this is the piano that my mum gave me in remembrance of my grandmother and this is why it's important to me um, but still not give them any expectation that they need to hold on to that because it's about storytelling like we are creatures you know we're made for stories and we yeah. love stories and we connect with stories so when people um, that's one of the, the tips that we give people is to actually share the stories because one, you're, you know, that imaginary child will may decide to keep the piano because of the story that you've told them, but they may also let go of that piano because they still have the story and they still have the precious memories of why you love that piano and they heard you playing that piano. Mm-hmm. So they have. You don't have it. <laughs> didn't hear me playing it. Yeah, I know. Maybe and someone what, else. Yeah, and that's but with I I I love the idea of um, passing on stories, you know, um, and saying, and that, and even it being not attached to a thing, like you know, if it even if it has to do with a thing, for instance. Um, you know, you might have a baking dish that you loved making apple pie with your grandma. And so you might tell people and, you know, family members and children about how much you love spending time with your grandma baking apple pies. But it's really about your grandma and the feelings that she passed on to you, you know, how loved you felt, how cherished you felt and how mm-hmm. eating hot apple pie with ice cream with your grandma was such a special thing that you did and there really made you want apple pie (laughs) (laughs) then they're connected to the person you know and your memories and the person that was your grandma Mm -hmm. not necessarily the baking dish so that if the baking dish breaks if a child's running in the kitchen with a baking dish and drops the baking dish you can be frustrated and sad that the baking dish is gone, but you're st- you're, you've mm. still got those memories and that child still has those stories. So you, I, I always say to people that you are the storehouses of your memories, not physical items. Mm. So that's I really love that so much. <laughs> I feel like we could probably talk for ever <laughs> about this. Yeah. Um, because our visions do line up so much and your like call to action to just do it is all about like those practical tips that I try to give our listeners every single week. So I love so much that you came and that you joined me and I know that everyone's going to be so blessed by the things that you shared. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 